0: So we are live for what seems to be episode two of Tiger Talk. Still working our way through the brand new podcast setup and getting to try it out with some of the coolest people in Austin, Texas today. Oh, yeah. How do you say your last name, Brent? Ruska. Ruska. Brent Ruska is with me. Uh, Just new in town and also new to Tiger ATX Trainer and... um, uh we're doing a little meet and greet with him so that perhaps we can get him some clients here at Tiger ATX in southwest austin on old b cave road
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. tell us about yourself sir
1: yeah so i've been a personal trainer for the last 15 years ever since i was 20 yeah it's quite a while
0: wow like i've got a couple young bucks like jackson there right now um and I've known him since he was a, like a high school bodybuilder. Oh, wow. And then I think he started working here at 20. And oh. like, so like, I get it. Like, wow, that's cool. Like, you're like the continuation of Jack. <laughs> it's so interesting. Wow. I'm, it's like life is like that. A bunch of like little weird loops that connect.
1: For sure. Yeah.
0: I told you I wrote some good stuff today.
1: Yeah, you got to tell me.
0: Mm, like one of them I just remembered is the old you and the new you meet in the present. Wow. So, what are you doing right now? I like that. For yourself. Bam! That's like a weird time <laughs> continuum thing. I told you. Yeah. I, I warned you. I dig it. That was a short one. Yeah. Mm.
1: I'll have to hear the longer stuff.
0: All right. 15 years doing this. Yep. Since you were young, a young buck.
1: Young buck. <laughs>
0: you still look like a young buck. That's good. That's what health, good health and yeah. sweat does. I, I think com- it seems to me sweat's like a huge component of staying really youthful. It's Definitely, like just kind of flushing the skin, just constantly, you know, like yeah. And it's like people that look young and and uh, are either stress free, you know, they've managed yeah. their cortisol, and or they're also like sweating and just purifying themselves a lot. Yeah,
1: Austin's a perfect climate for sweating a lot, <laughs> as I've experienced in a couple workout classes around here.
0: Yeah. Hey, start training people on the turf at, at this time of day, and yeah, they won't like you. It'll be a sweat box. for sure. But up until about. 10 or 11, it's nice, I think. Okay. Yeah, FYI. Especially, it's been a little cooler recently, so. Nice. And the shadow of the gym building kind of blocks it for a while, because the sunrise is there. Okay. And goes down back that way. Awesome. So, kind of, I think, you know, some people appreciate it.
1: Okay. I'll definitely throw that out there.
0: Mm-hmm. And or start a boot camp or something,
1: you know, like, like, just.
0: That's the cool thing about you and your brand newness here is like we can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, Total
1: blank canvas.
0: Wow. Like, tell me about like some of your like favorite parts of. You were from Seattle. Yeah. Like proper Seattle or like a, a suburb thing.
1: I was from a suburb of uh, Seattle. It's called the East Side. Mm-hmm. So I was born in Kirkland.
0: Oh, so you're born and raised in in Washington.
1: Yep, Washington. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Very nice, chill people. It seems like Northwest.
1: Yeah, pretty chill.
0: Yeah. I used to be, I used to work at Dell a long time ago and my territory was Northern California, Oregon and Washington. So like got to interact with those people solely. And I was like, wow, how is everyone just so common and intelligent and like <laughs> really nice?
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's a chill place for sure.
0: Yeah, hmm. and um, you worked at what kind of gyms over there?
1: Oh man, I've, I've, I've worked at so many different kinds of gyms, mostly boutique style gyms. When I first started training, For the first two years, I worked at a place that was a 20-minute workout, two times a week, high-intensity place. Mm -hmm. And interesting philosophy, but what was awesome about it was since the workouts were scheduled every half hour, I got to meet so many different kinds of people. And I didn't realize uh, before I got into training how much goes into just being able to interact with people and develop a relationship. I didn't, have, I, didn't, I didn't have any awareness that that was such a key component. So it was like boot camp for being able to have conversations with people with every single kind of different background mm. and different uh, ability to experience these intense workouts and kind of having these deep emotional conversations with people and learning that, oh, this component of actual building a relationship and being able to ask questions was actually a key in actually getting people results, uh, not so much the programming and writing nutrition plans.
0: Wow, dude, I was literally having this exact thought like an hour ago about yoga, like I'm a 200-hour yoga teacher, and a lot of what you just said sounds like what that class was like, it was sitting on the ground for 200 hours with like 22 women and two retired dudes and like every day for Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Like, and like truly like learning how to energy transfer, basically, like, yeah. and like, and how in the true forms of yoga, it is not simply tree pose and crow and handstands and stuff. It's, that's like step three of an eight step process. Yeah. And there's like two very important lifestyle type processes before you even step on the mat and then it's breathing and all levels of meditation until you achieve bliss and like like kind of what you're saying it sounds like like solely the movement part of training is not the entire part of perhaps coaching might be a cooler word like i guess Yeah that's a perfect word you, i think would you consider yourself a life coach at this point can i get you kind of push you that way i mean if you've been doing it for 15 years
1: yeah, I would say a lot of lifestyle the, coach. Yeah, the, a lot of the value I bring is helping people discover creating a balanced lifestyle that works for them to achieve optimal well-being.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: balance. Yeah,
0: I like it. Hmm. And I th- I know a couple people on your workout plans, mm-hmm. and um, I know one of them seems to be kind of like timed reps and somewhat high intensity, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, don't, you know, I don't follow all of it, but uh, is that one thing that you programmed with some of your clients? Because, I mean, it's, it, it's a whole spectrum of coaching yeah. um, when you're managing nutrition and movement and mindset and I don't know whatever else is on that list.
1: I would say the basic philosophy is getting people stronger through basic barbell movements. And then through that, learning what people enjoy. Because you also need to keep people engaged and excited about their workouts, right? Mm. So having barbell training or strength training be the foundation. From there, there's so many different ways you can program, as long as you understand the principles. So for her specifically, I was doing a lot of uh, every minute on the minute, which kind of comes from the CrossFit-y world. Imam, Imam. But you can program this in a way to start to build work capacity or have it more metabolic or actually take stress off the system for a while before you go back into doing like a heavy training cycle
0: Mm -hmm. um gosh i just thought of something and then i was like oh i gotta adjust something and so it's the scary part of having this screen in front of me (laughs) um i'll just leave it up there um oh yeah Uh, You mentioned barbells and the importance of barbells and kind of like the foundation of making them feel strong and this stuff. And I was like, George, idiot, like, what's the name of your training company, my (laughs) friend? Uh,
1: The name of my company is Barbell Vitality.
0: Hey, there it it is. Yeah.
1: How long has it been that? Uh, It's been that for the last three years. Cool. It's kind of evolved into that over the course of me developing as a coach and me changing. Mm. I've had... Uh, one of my first businesses was called Momentum Fitness, which was all about creating momentum, which I still think that principle applies in exercises. Most people come in, in a place where they have no motivation, but they know they need to get healthier and they mm. need to start going forward. And you as your coach, your goal really is try to put somebody on training wheels and get them to the point where you can take the training wheels off. Mm. And they are a self-motivated individual who now only comes to you for training because they enjoy it but they don't need you and that's really kind of like the life cycle of where you should be taking each of your clients
0: yeah i um i wrote a sticky note about that once it said don't trust anyone that gives you a crutch but doesn't teach you how to not need it 100% <laughs> like that's some deep stuff and i love it you know you, you, it's great i get it
1: yeah i uh, and then from that moment of fitness it eventually evolved into uh, a brand and a company called Soul Guru Fitness and Wellness, and the slogan was, Awaken the Guru Within. And this was a, a period of time in my life where I got really spiritually deeply connected. I'd come out of bodybuilding uh, and doing steroids and was in a place where I needed to kind of get re-intouched, uh, in touch with my mm-hmm. body and what it needed because it was so dominantly taken over by my mind, yeah. P- pushing it all the time. And that's when I entered into doing yoga practices and meditation, and starting to go plant-based for a little while, and you know everything I was spouting to clients before, which I thought was complete BS. Now I was eating my own words, mm. and Literally. that that evolved through a business that was focused on in-home training and lifestyle and life coaching, and then uh, eventually evolved into Barbell Vitality, where the barbell. I think, is a truth that will uh, last the reign of time uh, in that a stronger body is a stronger vehicle in which you can achieve well-being. And the vitality piece is that piece where the focus isn't always just on strength. It is remembering that we are trying to create that wellness. And that looks very individual for each person and customizing that one-on-one or small group training to help you realize that.
0: Um, tell me more about small group because I think that would be really neat. I think no or few, very few of my trainers do multiple people at the same time, let alone like a repeating, uh, sticky date and
1: time. Like, um, is that something you've done in the past or had success with, with a small group? So I've, I've trained everything from 30 people to one person and Mm -hmm. I find there's a sweet spot and that sweet spot's usually around three to five people. Mm -hmm. And I like this spot because I. I want to be able to individualize the session. So if somebody needs to do a completely different exercise and then I can change that, but also I can critique and watch every single person's form, just like I'm doing a one-on-one session. If I start to get more than that, you start to lose people in the mix. And this is why I don't really enjoy massive, large group classes. Mm-hmm. And what I notice too is when people work in this small group, Uh, They enjoy the community and they enjoy the energy and they're able to do more and kind of get out of their own head because there are some individuals when you're working with them and they have mental blocks or limits. And sometimes all they need is to see someone else do it other than me, tell them that they can. And then that block is gone. And now they're squatting a little bit more. They're pushing themselves a little bit harder. But that can only be created in an environment where there's some other people around them.
0: Yeah, I uh, I have this dream of like teaching like a push-up program, and we're truly just doing very yogic, um, gosh, chaturangas, like with the elbows in and like being flexed everywhere—glutes, legs, you, ever, you know—and and four push-ups, and then it's I have an egg timer. And you just stare at the egg timer for the rest of the, the 45 seconds. Nice. Or if you were in a small group situation, I wanted to like in my head, I was, you know, I get, I get inventive, inventive here and there. And I, I said, um, look to the person next to you and say, come on, buddy. And just wait. Look to the person next to you and say, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. See, that's all it takes. All right. So if you see someone suffering next to you, just say, come on, buddy. All right? And just like, and creating like a a freaking community just around that. I love that. Come on, buddy. Like, it's so freaking simple. All of it. But we just don't practice it. We don't practice goodness or virtue necessarily. We practice self-deprecation and complaining. Like, like I broke something earlier today, and I feel like there's a... few people I used to follow on social media that would have probably posted pictures of them breaking their damn cup or whatever you know like for what to what end like I even wrote a sticky note recently that said pain is meant to be felt in the moment yeah you can't continue to bring it on that's what complaining is is extending pain like stop like cortisol and and freaking meditate and calm and breathe and autumn and german like just um, just relax yeah
1: let that shit go Mm. and i think now because of covid more than ever there will be a desire and an importance to have more community and more connection and i think a lot of us may be realizing that the more we can create our own tribe uh that supports your well-being mental and emotional as well
0: you mm-hmm. that, that, used that the word before me you got to it you tribe son of a gun <laughs> you had that book
1: too i hope the which one
0: tribe oh no sebastian younger it's the guy that wrote war okay um which are all great books he's like a he's the guy that wrote the book that they turned into the perfect storm like oh. that movie okay um and he's like a new york times writer i think and i've read a couple of the books and like tribe it talks about this perfect size of human communities that just uncovered itself in civilizations that worked and were harmonious versus gosh I hate to say like patriarchal <laughs> or, or or very white Western focused like modalities that just aren't simply sustainable or working very well definitely um, but anyway um, tribe man like and that's like your three to fives a tribe like I want the Here it is. We're branding it right now, like the Barbell Vitality Tribe at 9 a.m. group, you know? And, like, just block it off on Tuesday, Thursdays, or whatever day is not there, and let's invite up to three to five people, you know, small group, masks on, yada, yada. Like, the cool thing about Tiger is even before corona, my max headcount was always six. Okay, yeah. Like, three trainers, in theory, and three clients in that small building. Like, that's all I ever really wanted to allow in the first place. So... Now that it's three, I think I'll bump it to four here pretty soon, just to allow for two trainers at the same time. Um, seems like everybody's been really good about masks and wiping, and you know we wash our towels like every day. And there's like four spray bottles in there. Like there's no
1: excuse ultimately. Oh yeah, the place is immaculate. Oh, well, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Like, it's, like it's, I have a lot of good teamwork with it. Yeah, it's a it's a really beautiful space. I feel really honored to be able to train at this space and. I really want to focus on bringing people in this space because I think it's a it's a unique place that doesn't exist many places I've come across training, and I think uh, there's there's a potential for a lot of magic,
0: dude. Like especially since you're barbell vitality, and I guess the vitality part's the the lifestyle part, maybe, and uh, I mean it's all the same, right? But um, the active kitchen in there, the little lounge area here, like. I feel like you're going to be, like, a consultant with these people at the picnic tables, you know, especially corona times. Like at least you'd be, like, kind of masked off into picnic tables and relax and talk about their week or their diet plan before you go lift with them. Or It should be a pretty neat thing for a lifestyle coach, like a comprehensive coach like it sounds like you are. Yeah. You know? I, I agree 100%. Woo-wee. Woo-wee. It'll be nice. And this dang old podcast setup, man. We just, Sweet. I put it on wheels and... Uh, could, which should be able to go almost anywhere on territory. I gotta screw that lid down, apparently. We all need to screw our lid down, apparently.
1: You know <laughs> I gotta to keep screwing it down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I tell people, uh, you know, when I'm filming commercials, I do like videography and photography. Um, you know, tell me what you're good at, and oh, no, there it is. Tell me what you're good at. I've been missing it this whole time. Oh, man. Gosh, I missed my heart, dog. <laughs> uh, as a commercial, wow, look at that. The spikes are good. Sorry, people, if you've been missing my voice. Um, the If I was to film a commercial with you, which we may, right here after this, um, tell me what you're good at and tell me what it's going to cost. You know, like I think especially if you've been doing for this for 15 years, perhaps it's a little hard to figure out pricing in a New City, Corona. I don't think it's much different, quite honestly. Um, Seattle's a high market, and Austin at this point, at a private gym like this. Would you consider this boutique, Mr? Very boutique. Woo, I made it to the boutique world, Oh, y'all. here we go. Um, yeah. What are you good at, and what's it gonna cost them?
1: So I'm very good at assessing somebody where they currently are with their mental emotional and physical health and teaching them the foundational principles of getting stronger which starts to correct a lot of problems in the body Uh, and through that process uh, developing a relationship with each individual i start to understand what specific needs they have and start to address those over over long periods of time so making these small changes whether it's in sleeping habits or relationships or referring out for them to start to build uh, a team around them to really live optimally a lot of people will come in you know at first and they say they want specific things but eventually as the training unfolds they discover really why they're there and that's one of the core uh, kind of goals of mine is helping them discover that and then you know treating fitness as a journey and continuing to build that relationship. So they just feel fucking great.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I almost even, it sounds like, you know, in your role as trainer, coach, this or that, I almost also heard kind of accountability partner, you know? like Very much. And that's what things happen. Like, check-ins are a thing these days, if I'm not mistaken, with a lot of trainers, like, especially professionals like yourself. Is that a thing? Like, like again, like, accountability, and you were making it almost lifestyle accountability as well, you know, yeah. like, sleep and uh relationships and whatnot like and um i remember reading a book back in the day with in my corporate life and it was called change anything and it it was a real good one and uh it was more of a six space or a two by three matrix and there's like six spots you're supposed to fill to maximize the potential for you to accomplish just change and like one-on-one is just like or box number one is simply like self-motivation like i'm going to do it and like if that's all you've got you're going to probably fail like it's just you know like the will to do it it just don't work sorry and, and just the numbers are behind it human psychology is behind it lifestyle and the freaking modern age is behind it but you know the more check boxes of those six that you're able to do like setting up your home environment setting up your outside environment and including accountability partners like, letting, like, in uh, in the house, so to speak, people, and then maybe, again, like, people you would deal with socially to, to truly hold you to help you accomplish this change that's important to you. Oh, yeah. And gosh dang it, this stuff is important to you. Very important. Like, you know, other, I love that word, vitality. I mean, my, my favorite word out there is longevity, you know? Yeah, that's a great word, I'm, too. I'm an old old man, you know, I've got to be pain-free and... Exactly. And the happy and mobile and strong, you used that word earlier. I like to say
1: that when I coach people, too, is like strong. Yeah. We're not getting strong for the purpose of you just trying to push as much weight as you can. Mm -mm. We're getting strong to push as much weight as you can that enhances your life and makes you feel good. And that's a different level for every single person.
0: Yeah. Like, if I was still in corporate, I would, and knowing what I know more about fitness and yoga and stuff now... I would um, do a lot more core exercises. I would do a lot more hip mobility stuff. Um, I would know that my hip flexors are getting tight right now by just kind of compressing them and not using them. Um, I would work on my so as more. I would um, oh yeah. I would open up my thoracic more in the back. I would get lacrosse balls and massage my front pecs because most people's shoulders close and then that's how it is like i would probably be working on neck stuff or something if i needed to like like oh i'd probably be rolling out my forearms like all the crap that broke me down as a 30 year old man dude like sitting at a desk for 10 years like ugh. like like, these days, I'm a photographer, so I, I have a treadmill in my house, in my living room. There you go. And I use it basically daily when I'm not injured. Um, got a little injury. Um, and sometimes I wear a weight vest, because carrying two cameras is a weight vest. And uh, I do a lot of yoga-influenced core stuff, and I'm a lot more aware of my posture. And I'm, you know, I basically feel like, it sounds like you have a lot of yoga knowledge, like, Stera and Suka, like this hard um, full flex, and suka is like the complete supple soft nothing. It's supposed to be somewhere in the middle. It kinda always. Like there's no sit down and just let your gut go in real life. Like it's supposed to just kind of be barely on. Your glutes are kind of supposed to be barely on, shoulders are supposed to be back and down like your ribs are supposed to be draping off of a very well-placed collarbone like it's just uh, and nose breathing like a thousand percent i'm sorry 100 percent nose breathing like inhale and exhale like is supposed to be number one like that's how your body is designed and sadly like none of we're all just taught go ahead and sit how you want we got occupational therapy for that i guess i don't know and drugs <laughs> and uh you know eat whatever the heck you want, it's free. And this is a very privileged corporate um, perspective. I apologize for people that actually work their ass off in the world, but um, yeah, man, I had a kind of, corporate lifestyle wrecked my body. And it took a long time to like catch back up in my late 30s, which it's all possible people if you care.
1: Yeah, you can completely renew your body if you at any age. Huh. It's totally possible. Yeah, I yeah. have a friend down in uh, Tulum whose mom started
0: at 73. Train with Joan on Instagram. She's like, Oh yeah, World I love famous. Train with Joan.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know Rock Michelle star.
0: and JJ, like the daughter and the and the husband down in Tulum. They're um, very cool acquaintances of mine down there. So that's cool. Um, yeah, any age, like just starting, just doing something,
1: right? Like, gotta move. Yeah. In, in regards to that treadmill, I had a client who, in Seattle, she first came in and she knew she needed to do something because she also had a corporate job and was starting to feel her body hurt. And I introduced her to barbell training, and for the first three months, it it took about three months to convince her that deadlifting wasn't going to break her back. So through very patient, gentle coaching, uh, she experience what it was like to get stronger and stronger now to this day she just sent me a picture she got rid of her couch in her apartment she's on the ground floor with a concrete floor and she just put a squat rack and a barbell in there. Yeah. So that is now her living room. From being afraid of hurting herself to now actually having a squat rack in her living room. I love it. I dream about it all the time. I, was like, I just wish I had a pull-up bar in the
0: middle of my living room. I like, I hate my couch. So <laughs> I'll just roll on yoga mats. I feel bad for like my roommates or anyone that comes over, but at the same time, I don't. I don't have anyone that comes over except like close friends, and they already know I'm crazy. So like, yeah, there you go. I own
1: a gym. I'm allowed to, right? Yeah, like You need some rope climbs in your house. <laughs> oh just that- rope climb yourself off your couch, <laughs> <laughs> swing yourself to the kitchen, <laughs> monkey bar everywhere. Yeah. That's what yeah, yeah. I need. Monkey bars installed on the ceilings exactly. Like
0: let's get jacked.
1: Yeah, you just climbing through your house like Spider Man.
0: Like, you probably know more about this, but correct me if I'm wrong, like, hanging is so good for your shoulder, like... Oh, yeah. Like, just, like, this kind of stuff, Stretch right? Stretch out your lats. Oh, all of it. Like, just within your shoulder joint, apparently, we're primates, and we're designed to hang, and, like, we don't, and then... Exactly. Posture, posture people. Yeah. Um. Well, we bypass that one thing Do you want to tell people what in theory introductory rates are for yourself or so have I, you thought about that kind of thing so i
1: always offer uh you can always contact me we can have a conversation for free mm. uh, and i always do a, also a complimentary uh intro session which nice. is an hour long so you know i want to make myself very accessible because i also want to see if we're a right fit for each other and even if we don't end up being a right fit for each other i and very well connected so I can refer you in a direction based on what you've told me to continue you on your path to wherever it is you want to go. So it's never going to be a a wasted hour, wasted energy. Mm -hmm. And then from that point forward, I like to put people on monthly like reoccurring plans. So you can stop coming at any time, but I like to have this kind of open door policy so you're not locked into anything and you just pay a monthly fee to train with me once to three times a week, uh, if you want more access, that's available. And then I also build groups uh, with people who I match that I think are going to be uh, kind of synergistic with each other's goals. Mm-hmm. And whether that's people you already know, or I, I I feel like two individuals don't know each other, I'll want them to meet, maybe train, and then they'll be like, "Wow, this is this is this is good chemistry."
0: Yeah, I
1: like that. Come on, buddy. Come on. You gotta find your come on, buddy. Exactly, because yeah. there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, there's some uh, people that just don't match well.
0: Huh? Of course not. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't match well with lots of people. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I'm just too much. I apologize, but you know, sorry, not sorry, type thing. I figure.
1: <laughs> well, very cool, man. Um, how can they find you on social medias and such? So you can find me at Barbell Vitality. Or Barbell Vitality Radio, which is my podcast. That's available on all the Uh, places. On on Spotify and Apple, mostly Spotify. I Mm -hmm. think Spotify is going video content in September. Mm. So that's pretty rad. And then you can find me at barbellvitality.com. And you can email me at brent at barbellvitality.com. Yeah. I love it.
0: I can't wait to do another one with you on some topic that you pick or something. Like I, I want the professionals to come and talk. Like you mentioned, referral—you know—referring people out if you don't, if they aren't a great fit. Like, I, you know, I'd like to plug Tiger ATX real quick. But we do have a, a, a chiropractor on site, and then usually one to two physical therapists—one that rents time full time, and then another that visits when he can. Um, but yeah, so kind of. A lot of my journey ended up being, like, fixing things, like, um, like fixing a shoulder first and fixing a knee, which was actually a weak hip and glute, and, like, then um, yoga and flexibility and strength and then martial arts. And, like, like so you got to... I feel like for a lot of people, like, you know, the corporate life I was talking was kind of broke a lot of stuff, and so I broke a lot of stuff as well, but... Um, Fix yourself with like again Cairo or PT or something like that, especially if you know, like if you have a good one or access to a good one. Um, and then get moving, you know, and start working. I agree. Get you a barbell vitality. Yeah. Well good. Thanks, Brent. I'll see you around, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.